It is that time of the week when we visit with our friend Jamie Court, and I always like this time of the week because I get to go carouse. I carouse. I look around at ConsumerWatchdog.org, and I always like checking in at least once a week at ConsumerWatchdog.org to see what they've got going on. And this week, when I went to ConsumerWatchdog.org, of course, I saw Jamie Court there. He's the president of Consumer Watchdog. There's a video clip of him right on the front page. But all the great people at ConsumerWatchdog.org are doing a really, really Really good job for us, and we need them now more than ever. So, Jamie Court, thanks so much for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Hey, Norm, great to be back. Thank you. Well, Jamie, when I was looking at ConsumerWatchdog.org today, something kind of jumped out at me. It seemed to me that underneath a lot of the stories at Consumer Watchdog, there's a theme. Now, some of the stories I saw were, for example, Jerry Brown not being really green at all, supporting fossil fuel companies, and other examples of the utilities that want to uh, have the public pay when wildfires happen because they're not maintaining their utility lines adequately. And so I started seeing a pattern here and I said, wow, Jamie and, and the good people at ConsumerWatchdog.org have, I'm not sure they're seeing it, but maybe I'm crazy. I'm seeing a, a theme here. And Jamie, what I'm talking about is whether it's the Bush bailouts from 2008 or the California state legislature taking the burden of earthquake insurance off the backs of insurance companies after the big 1994 earthquake in Southern California. Jamie, I'm looking at a pattern here of privatizing the gains, socializing the losses, and I'm seeing lots of examples that consumerwatchdog.org. Am I seeing ghosts, Jamie, or is this a pattern that is real? It's definitely what gets our bark up. That's watchdogs. You know, whenever really profitable industries, like the insurance industry, for example, suddenly determines, uh-oh, we've been insuring your home and uh, we've been making good money, oh, but there's a fire and now we've got to pay the claim. We really don't want to do this in the future. Or the utilities, you know, which are guaranteed a profit. They're regulated a monopoly, and they are making a lot of money. In fact, uh, one of our big ones, Pacific Gas and Electric, just paid out like $8 million, for, uh, doubled the salary of Geisha Williams, the CEO for the company. And now they're in Sacramento, literally, asking for a bailout of the losses that uh, they're responsible for in the wildfires in Sonoma Napa. And they're, they're responsible because they failed to trim the brush on the utility lines. They put power back in lines that started new fires. They had down transponders. It's the same story down here with Southern California Edison in L.A. Uh, and the Thomas Fire in Santa Barbara. I mean, you know, these companies in good times, their shareholders get rich, their CEOs get rich. In bad times, they go to the capital for a handout. You know, and I know that in January, after the Public Utility Commission in our state ruled that utilities had to be responsible for fires that they were responsible for causing. This was related to some old fires, San Diego fires, and it's in 2007, the San Diego Gas Electric was held responsible, could not pass those costs on to the ratepayers. All three CEOs of the big investor-owned utilities in this state, PG&E, Sempra's, uh, the parent of San Diego Gas and Electric, and Edison's, uh, Southern California Edison, went to the Capitol and said to the legislative leaders, man, we can't do this anymore. you got to bail us out. And guess what's happening? The legislature's trying to bail out these companies and put the costs on us individuals when the utility equipment is what causes the fire, put the costs on the taxpayers, and put the costs on the ratepayers. 
And we are fighting as our consumer groups and many environmental groups to stop this from happening. But it is exactly this larger phenomenon you described, Norm, um, all about, you know, expecting to privatize gain in the good times and be fair-weather friends when they actually have to, to live up to their accountability to the people they serve, and then they socialize the risk. And that's just, that's just a recipe for disaster. So I hope, even though our governor, Governor Brown, unfortunately, is on the side of limiting liability for the utilities, that minds with more longevity in California politics will realize that this sounds a lot like what happened with Enron and the electric utilities around the turn of the century, and that caused a lot of political upheaval for politicians like Gray Davis, who refused to stand up to the energy sector and say, no, make your shareholders pay, because the public doesn't have to pay for your problems. Well, Jamie, it's fascinating because after all the years I spent litigating against the insurance companies and you and I uh, spent some time in common doing that, I observed something about insurance companies generally that was, and it's a principle, I think, that applies, which is their philosophy is money moves to them. Money does not move away from them. I mean, that's just like their overarching philosophy. And, and and then I started to realize, well, it's not just the insurance companies. There's this whole concept of externalities. Externalities is part of what we're talking about here. And we're talking to our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T. Check him at consumerwatchdog.org. And uh, you'll see all the great work they're doing there. But, Jamie, this word externalities is one that I've always enjoyed. And it's a concept that most people really don't get. But it's really simple. When a giant diesel truck is plowing down the road belching filth into the air somebody is not paying to clean up that exhaust and they're pocketing the profit but all that garbage that gets pumped into the air we have to breathe so the companies the fossil fuel company that put the junk in the truck the company that made the engine it's burning it the dirty and whoever else is in the chain of distribution they're all getting off the hook they get to externalize the cost. We have to breathe the external cost. They get to pocket the profit. We need to force them to internalize the cost so that they don't pump out such junk in the air for all of us to breathe. And it brings us back to the question of who pays and privatizing gains, socializing loss. Jamie, maybe I'm crazy. I'm seeing it everywhere I turn. You're right. And it's it's like with the earthquakes. You know, the insurance companies were doing great with homeowners insurance. Then we had the Northridge earthquake in the uh, in 1994, and there were big losses. And what did the insurance companies do? They said, okay, state of California, do take over the earthquake business. We're going to continue to change premiums, but de-link earthquake coverage from fire and homeowners insurance. And they did it. They, they accomplished did. that. They did. And now they're trying to de-link wildfires from homeowners insurance. Literally, that's what the insurance company would want. Wow. They've also failed to pay adequate replacement costs and insure people. This is one of the things that really bothers me is when you insure your home, you don't realize how much it's going to cost to rebuild it. And you rely on your insurance company to tell you. And unfortunately, in fire areas, the cost goes up. And we saw homes that they were insuring for $175 a square foot that were going to cost $500 a square foot to rebuild. The difference lands on the policyholder. So we trust them to tell us what we need and charge us the right amount for it. And instead, in too many cases, they have undersold us coverage because they don't want to pay out the claim that's appropriate to rebuilding our home after a fire. 
So these industries are awash in money because they trim their responsibilities to us when we need it, and they take our cash, you know, the rest of the year. And uh, I'm I'm constantly amazed that the politicians, who of course take their campaign contributions, are so uh, municipal, uh, you know, with these guys. Uh, they they just they just are magnanimous. They basically say, "I get you." Here, you can delink link earthquake courage. Yeah, you know, we really do need healthy utilities. We can't have you going into bankruptcy, of which, by the way, there is no inkling that that's going to happen. We haven't had a verdict in one of these fire cases. They're really healthy companies, but they don't want to put the shareholders at risk. So um, it is a, you know, the, 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 the sectors are intertwined with the politicians, and the politicians, unless someone calls them out, which is what our job is, will bend over backwards for these guys. Well, Jamie, you just unleashed a whole bunch of best words there. I had there. the best words. And I didn't want to just let that go by, you know, because you really unleashed a bunch of good ones there. And if you don't know who Jamie Court is, you really got to go to consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org. You can see videos of Jamie Court and all the great work that he and his colleagues are doing on consumer protection. And, Jamie, I, I want to come back to this issue of privatizing and external. Like this. I just, I'm, 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 it's driving me a little bit batty here. Uh Prior to 1994, the law in California was that if an insurance company, State Farm High, Allstate, if the if an insurance company wanted to sell homeowners insurance in the state as a condition of that, they also had to sell earthquake insurance as part of that. And the insurance companies did, and they took big losses after the 94 quake. And that's when they went to the legislature and said, delink these and let's put the burden on the taxpayers. And California legislature said, sure. And that's why we have the California Earthquake Authority. And so the burden is now off the insurance companies back and onto the public. And Jamie, we, we come back. Back to Jerry Brown here with his uh, last chance to be green. And there's been all this fracking in California and there's all this wastewater that is generated and it gets pumped right back into the ground. And we've discussed this before. It, it leaches into the drinking water. So we have all kinds of contaminated drinking water. And again, maybe I'm crazy. I'm seeing the same issue. The, the oil companies, oh. the drillers, they get to use our public water. They privatize our public water, which you need vast amounts of to do fracking, right? They create all this polluted uh, slurry or whatever this semi-liquid garbage is. They pump that back into the ground. It gets into the drinking water. The public drinks it. They're making all the profits. We're suffering all the externalities. Jamie, am I the one seeing it and other people need to see these connections too? No, and I think externality is too nice a word for it. You know, and Governor Brown has, you know, 100,000 people petitioned Governor Brown to stop oil companies from polluting wastewater, using oil waste, allowing oil wastewater to be used to irrigate agricultural lands, and he refused to take any action. I mean, he's approving, he's approving oil wells, he's, appro he's approving uh, natural gas injections, uh, and, and he's acting as though there is no consequence for the public. And I know, I was just with some people who live uh, within a thousand uh, yards of a of a, um, of a of a of an oil well uh, field, and they talked about all sorts of health problems that they suffer. It's really about the people. It's really about people, and it's it, externalities are another word for corporations screwing people. I think you're right, uh, and, and 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 that's what it's all about. People are getting screwed, and if it's not something that you can bang a politician over the head with in the media, they don't pay any attention. 
That's our job. We take the two by four of their head, we make them wake up, and we say, this is what you're doing and how it looks. And sometimes we can stop it. Other times we got to keep beating them up for a couple of years, and then maybe it stops. But nothing will change unless we demand that they pay attention to the people who are getting screwed, the externalities. Well, Jamie, it's been my theory for a long, long, long time that I've been observing politics that so much of it really boils down to who pays, are costs being shifted, are profits being privatized, and are losses being socialized? And I really always, I mean, I came back, I was thinking about this stuff back in the 70s and stuff. I mean, when I was in my teenage years, kind of looking around going, well, who's paying the costs here? Who's absorbing the losses? Who's making off with the loot? And the more I've learned, the more through the years I've gone. I, it seems to me I just keep coming back to that. And I, I've been, you know, thinking on this one for decades now, but I think we're just seeing example after example after example of it. And I think it's just, it's just true. It's true. And it's, about the balance of power, you know, the more I've been doing this work for a few decades, and I, it, every one of these fights, it doesn't matter if it's with a health insurer or an oil company or utility, it's all about the balance of power for individuals and real people who, you know, aren't given the big campaign, campaign contributions, excuse me, and who don't have that voice in Sacramento. And if it's a muddy issue, an issue that isn't, you know, something that you can explain in one or two sentences, then, you know, those industries will try to get their friends in politics to screw the people. And, um, and, and the only thing I can say is that people usually have a long memory and it's our job to pick and see and help them remember because that's the only thing that's going to stop it the next time. And that's why I love Consumer Watchdog. And, Jamie, I got to leave it there. But thanks again for sharing some of your time with us. Another great visit with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T. Find Jamie Court and all of his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org, and you'll find they are on the cutting edge of consumer protection. Jamie, I always appreciate when we get to visit with you. Thanks so much as always, and we'll check back again with you next week. Thank you, Norm. Always fun to be here.